You are listening to Bear in Mind, the University of Northern Colorado's official podcast. Join us each episode as we listen to the voices from UNC faculty, staff, students, and alumni as they offer insights of local or national importance. This is your host, Dan N. Cox, bringing you just a taste of UNC. I transferred here from Front Range Community College in Fort Collins about a year and a half ago, and I was really interested in sustainability and like the science behind sustainability. I, I fell into the INST department here, uh, sustainability studies um, and, and the environment, and it, it really, I was interested in it, and on my tour, I, I saw this big garden with everything going on, a lot of plants I didn't know and a lot of plants I didn't know, and I've already been gardening for a few years. and. It's like, well, I was doing my tour. I'm like, man, I really, really want to be interested in that. You know, moving from Fort Collins to Greeley, I didn't have a garden planned here in Greeley. And I'd already contacted the community gardens here and they were just full. You know, there's just people on lists. And I was like, well, all right, you know, maybe I can get in here at UNC. So my first semester here, I took a class with uh, Dr. Kevin Cody. And we learned a lot about food systems and studying of, of food systems. Um, you know, the, what goes behind it, you know, the, the money, the people, how everyone's affected in communities and, and what goes into it and, and how it really affects our environment, you know, socially, economically, physically. And I, I really fell in love with that class. And during that class, I was given an opportunity to start, you know, kind of working here in this garden and managing the, the greenhouse. And there really wasn't that much in it uh, in the greenhouse. It was kind of new, but it was fun getting my hand in this garden. And, and after that winter, we took another class and it was heavily involved in this in this garden here on campus. And I was really interested and he asked if I wanted to, to manage it throughout the summer because there's no classes. Uh, yes, you know, and instantly I got my in of having a garden for a year on campus where I really didn't have to worry about starting up. You know, I live half a mile from campus, so it was almost in my backyard. It, everything that I wanted kind of fell into fell into play as I wanted it. Um, and, and I already knew a lot about gardening, but not so much sustainability and permaculture. And, and through his class, I, I started learning a lot more. Um, reading books like Tomato Land really opened my eyes to, to different, to how the food systems worked in America, completely different um, than what I thought, you know, growing up, you know, who's involved with the food. And, and so it really invigorated myself to get further into to permaculture, more away from just, you know, personal agriculture and um, and so looking into the, the perennials you can grow and growing them with as little of an impact as needed on the environment versus using pesticides herbicides you know which is it's great technology but we can't continue to rely on that that, that technology that that really is brought around in the last you know 50 years has sprung into action it's old technology that needs to be improved on um, we can't continue to deplete our environment of its resources while polluting it at the same time. So permaculture really fills a gap there where almost everyone I feel like in our country that, that owns land, you know, they grow gardens of grass that don't really do anything. Whereas of permaculture fills that gap where you can not only grow beauty, you can grow different types of grass, you can grow foods, you can grow, you know, butterfly gardens, whatever you want. And what that doing, what that does for me and for everybody else is it, it takes land out of, of nature almost, um, I guess the opposite there, because every, every acre that's gardened on home on these grasses and people's lands that are already here is another acre of nature not being destroyed. 
Um, and even, you know, people talk about non-native plants. I, I think it's really important to utilize non-native plants in permaculture because just because it's not from around here, it, neither is the grass, neither are you, neither are the houses, neither is the environment we live in. It's, it, none of it is, is natural here. So to utilize our, our city's resources, like the, the water, the clean air, um, everything we have here to the full benefit rather than just utilizing the grocery stores and growing you know grass lawns I, I think it's somewhat absurd to continue there's a lot of trees that are already in place uh, fruit trees here in the permaculture garden on campus so out of everything those are going to last the longest you know a hundred years from now those trees are probably still going to be here everything else might have been bulldozer unless it's asphalt the trees will be here so i really tried to grow around those so allowing those trees giving them the most benefit and then growing plants that might help keep those trees healthy um, pest deterrence we've got a lot of chives growing we've got a lot of herbs that come back every year that don't really take that much energy from me or away from the from the trees we're growing a lot of uh, vining squashes melons pumpkins and what those are going to help do is I love pumpkins I think they're so cool uh, vinings vining squashes they take up a lot of room and I and melons and butternut squashes can last a long time so we can grow those and they can help prevent weeds from growing in areas where I'm not growing other things as well as I growing pumpkins which I love I, I think it's great and it, It'd be fun to grow a really large pumpkin, you know, mixed in there with some peppers and tomatoes this year. And uh, even if the squirrels continue to eat the fruit, I'm still happy to grow the fruit trees. Come the fall, I, I'd be really interested in, in if anybody really wanted to, you know, take over for the winter and step in and, you know, hey, I'm really interested in this as well. I've heard your story and I'd love to do the same thing or I'm looking to do about the same thing. I'd love to find someone else that wanted to do that because I do graduate at the end of this year. So after fall semester, I'll be graduating and I haven't found anyone else that has an interest so far. Now, you know, we do have a whole semester to figure that out but I'm not too sure what's going to happen after me. And, and there's enough people here with a great community, you know, to pick it up. But if anyone was interested, you know, in, in learning about a small area of the garden or, you know, maybe doing some fall crops or something like that, you know, I'd love to help someone out and we can come in here and do some work and, you know, or just figure out what's going on for next year. I'm Zach Davis, I go to University of Northern Colorado and I'm a senior. I think permaculture here in Colorado, it's, it's a lot more popular in other parts of the country. I lived in Ohio for a long time where all I saw was grass lawns. Uh, I, I really didn't see gravel lawns with you know some of the, the plants that you, you do see here. And I really like the environment here is more proactive there as far as I feel like taking care of the environment. Um, where I'm from, there wasn't as much of a, a community-based effort. You know, it wasn't as visible. You didn't go somewhere and see the signs or see the changes as much as you see here. Um, I, and I hope that's because the people here are cognizant of it, not just because there's a there's more of a community here that, that develops it. But if we were to change, you know, starting at your own homes, you know, that's the biggest thing you can do to help the environment. Uh, making your homes more energy efficient you know, is going to help you in the long run. Making your lawns more efficient by including permaculture. And 
it's it's so healthy, you know, physically and for yourself and for the community to get yourself out there, outside doing something that you want. And and to me, to wake up and drink some coffee and to go out into a garden and do some work before I start my day, it feels really, really good, um, spiritually and physically. And it's it's where I want to be um, every every day. And, and and if other people started. You know, you don't you don't have to, but if you feel like that's something you should do, you can start with a you can start with a small, small garden, you know, a succulent garden inside, and you can move all the way to a full garden outside. But I I think gardening is a really good and healthy way, you know, for people of all ages, me including myself, 29 years old, to to spend your time.